welcome to issue 206 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, the living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me from the cold, frigid north is Mike. Hi, Mike! Hello, it's good to be back. Temporarily, yeah, but good. it's good to be back. Good to have you here tonight. It's always fun when you are able to make it back. Uh, but we're not alone, Mike. Oh, no. Poor Daniel is with us as well. Hi, Daniel. <gasps> I'm delighted I he's am. here. You're delighted I'm here? Thanks, Mike. I'm delighted you're here. All right. 206, Steve. 206. Yeah, 206. This is our... Supervillain Roundtable number 10, our four-year anniversary show. Oh, my goodness. It's also like a month and a half after 200. Yeah. Like, we yeah. just keep moving. We just, we don't stop. We are a juggernaut. Juggernaut. Mm -hmm. Juggernaut. Right. We got our helmet on, and we're just plowing forward. Yeah, 206. <laughs> so this is the final issue for volume four. The mm. next one will be a volume five. That means we've completed four whole years of the show. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Whoa is right. Well, mm. um, I guess people want to know, Daniel. Yeah. What, what, what is on your mind tonight? Oh, Steve, it's almost what isn't on my mind. tonight. I got a lot of things that I'm thinking about here in our four-year anniversary. The first thing I'm thinking about is a patron named Will K. Um, he's, he's like helping us out. He's helping us out with the show. Thank you, Will K. Um, you might not know this because you haven't been to the lair too much. I feel like I've seen you around at some of the, uh, you know, office parties. But <laughs> we got this inventory of experimental weapons, like dozens of experimental weapons. It's sort of sitting about, Will, you know, maybe you tucked into that room. Anyway, most of them are kind of leaking battery acid. They're giving off some strange... I don't know, what do you guys want to call it? Like waves of unknown goodness or something? Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Will, Will, we need that stuff cleaned up, then re-inventoried, and um, someone else to handle them. So thanks. That's your job, Will. So there you go. Yeah. We're, we're also out of gloves, uh, suits. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's I, a bare hand kind of job. We got a couple rolls of paper towels, though, he could use. So Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. should last okay. for like one or two of the weapons. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. But that's not all, Steve. There's more. We got there's more email. than saying, wait, there's more than saying thank you to Will there's K. There's more Thanks, Will. than saying thank you to Will K. Um, right. But maybe that's equally important to our email that we got from Fortunato. Now, this is spelled 47170, which I love, but pronounced Fortunato. They were kind enough to say that for us. Anyway, here's the email. You ready? Mike, you ready for this? I'm ready. Greetings. I've been a listener of Critical Encounters since episode one and look forward to your classy show each week. Your Ooh. villain deep dives, card what analysis, comedy watch? are top notch. <laughs> Speaking of looking forward, now that the X trilogy will soon be coming to a close, what villains would you like to see next? I personally am hoping to go with go dark with Lilith and Mephisto. If some heroes have to tag along with the villains, I suppose I'd be okay with the likes of Ghost Rider, Blade, Moon Knight, Jack Russell, and Elsa Bloodstone. Thanks, and keep making my trash night fun. You know, a couple things. 
49ers are the first person to say that they listen to us while bringing out garbage. <laughs> I feel like or the trash night thing has come up a lot. And then I want to echo what you said, Mike. Like he said, a classy show. So I'm maybe he's confusing yeah. us with something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the other Marvel podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought our wait. show stopped being classy once uh, Mustafa left. So, yeah, very uh, true. Yeah. Hey, wait. Yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of moose i saw him tonight hung out and played a game oh nice what'd you play yeah my my youngest was at basketball practice which was like at a school 14 feet from moose's house and we played the art project you heard of that nope, nope. it is a it is a co-op game um art is an acronym starts for stands for art rescue team hmm. um but yeah it's a good like kind of resource management co-op puzzle um, it's cool. cool. It's cool. I recommend people look it up. Nice. Cool stuff. No, we played with his kid, Emre, and we won. But enough about me. What do you think about me? No, just kidding. Here, Fortunato. Let's answer this question. Yeah, we've kind of answered this. Trilogy's coming to a close. Yeah, we kind of a- answered this question a bunch, I think, on 200. I think so. But I, I, I didn't want to skip his email because it's a nice email. Um, and I did like that. I think we've heard people say, Fantastic Four, Galactus, uh, the Defenders, Daredevil. He, yep. he wants different stuff that I have not heard other people say. Ghost Rider, Blade, Moon Knight, Jet, like Elsa Bloodstone. Like these are cool, different heroes. So it's really neat to see other fans out there with different people they want to play yeah. with. So that's pretty. Cool. I I really like I really like his ideas. Like I don't know who Lilith is in the comics. Like obviously she's awesome in you know biblical myth and stuff. And who's Elsa Bloodstone? I love anyone named Elsa. My daughter's Elsa. So, yeah. If you go on Disney Plus, this is my full full extent my experience with Elsa Bloodstone. And you watch their Werewolf by Night that came out two Halloweens ago. The main character's Elsa Bloodstone. Oh, okay. Got it. Like the daughter of the guy who owned it or whatever. Yeah, and I think Jack Russell is the werewolf guy that helps her. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I am going to answer this question, though. Oh, um, go for it. I, I, I haven't given this answer yet. I'm going to say, here's a villain I like to see, Purple Man. Oh. Why? Because then he could steal all your allies. And then, good luck cycling Maria Hill 50 times a game now, Will. <laughs> you just say that because you play friendless decks. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally do. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to hurt us popular people. Um, yeah. So who's Lilith, Steve, in the comics? Do you know? Yeah, I don't really know. I know that like with Mephisto and Lilith, there's a bunch of that kind of... Like that's sort of hell stuff, right? Yeah, and I think that could okay. be related to the character Magic who's coming up. She has something to do with Limbo. So I'm, I'm not really too cool. well-versed in that. Maybe Agatha that we've seen before, too, with the witches and stuff. So who knows? Nice. Yeah, nice. I'm going to have to do some research when it comes to that. Okay. Woof. But yeah, the X trilogy is... Coming to a close. That's true. Um, thank you, Fortunato. Great question. Thank you for giving us some names that we hadn't thought about. And prompting Mike to actually answer this question that has been <laughs> discussed before on the show a couple of times, just like, who do you want to see? Um, but yeah, your names are great. Of course. Love it. Now, isn't M- Moon Knight is in the game, right? He's a... He like isn't... A, He's an objective ally. He's an objective yeah, he's ally a hero, in a campaign, right? Yeah, hero for hire out of the 
Taskmaster scenario out of Rise of the Red Skull. Okay, and is Blade one of those or no? No, Blade is uh is actually an ally. Right. Oh right. Oh, he's pretty he's good. The one that disappears. He only costs one. Right. If you, That's right. If you don't pay, if you don't pay a physical resource for him, he leaves place. So you got to feed his bloodlust, or else he leaves. Well, that kind of is an interesting segue to a question down the road here today. Um, so, Mike, I tell you what, though, I've got a lot on my mind, but I'm kind of exhausted talking about it. You must have something on your mind oh. too. Right? Yeah, I've been away so long, and I keep, you know, yelling at my at my phone when I'm listening. No, no, your, your shows are great. Um, really, thank you to the Minions for for stepping up. It's been great listening to you. Great additions to the show. Um, but I did want to comment because uh, I today or yesterday uh, you guys just released the the Storm Nemesis episode, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. I played a lot of Storm. And I'd like to quote Daniel here. He wanted to give uh, Storm's obligation a D minus. <laughs> a D minus. Good lord. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know, I, I'm going to interject. We're going to go off on a tangent here because I, well, I want to. Mike, can you? I, I'm, I'm asking for a friend. Can you remind our listeners why I said that? Okay, so the <laughs> what it does is it forces you into alter ego and then says you can't change forms or adjust the weather until you exhaust to get rid of this claustrophobia boohoo d minus yeah okay so here's here's the thing about storm two defense character um how do you turn how do you turn someone into a defender they have to have first off good defense and second off some way to ready because a hero that's never ready during the hero phase just doesn't do a lot. Well, her cloak does that. She's kind of a built-in defender. So it's actually pretty common for her to be exhausted when those encounter cards come up. And in solo, that card is freaking brutal. Mm-hmm. That is right up there with Drax's obligation for me in that it it just forces you into a place you don't want to be. And uh, when you're trying to play against Magneto, oh my gosh, that's that is like instant game loss sometimes. So that was uh, absolutely uh, hell um, as an obligation for me. And in multiplayer, I wouldn't give it, it's, it, yes, it's easier to get rid of in multiplayer, but it's also kind of funny because you like to set up these things like, oh, I'm going to make the weather perfect, and then I'm going to make it really, give everyone retaliation just for the enemy phase, and then I'll switch it later. And then this card prevents you from flipping it. So now until it's your turn again, Everyone else has to go when the minions and the villain have retaliate, which is really, really funny and makes me laugh. So, uh, yeah, I think it deserves an A plus. Right, Absolutely well, A plus. Mike, in my defense, one, never play solo; just have friends. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, Mike. If my opinions were informed, I wouldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just want to throw it out there as. Uh, and also, okay, I will, I will point out, you're like, oh my gosh, it's overpowered because it forces you in the form you want to be. Cyclops is, digs out his freaking special card. <laughs> yeah. Mike, Mike, it also gets a D minus because if you recall in the you know Twitch stream of the campaign where I played Storm and basically carried the team for five you know episodes or whatever, I just didn't see it was a problem. So... Wow. I mean, you asked what was on my mind tonight. 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you shared. Yeah. No, just uh, just my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh golly. Wow. Steve. Oh. I feel like you've got something on your mind too. I, I bet Mike inspired you. I do. Do you want me to do the listener question or my own little thing? Yeah. Why don't you do? Why don't you say you have two things? Okay. Actually, I have two things on my mind tonight. Both my brain cells have something to say. Uh, <laughs> They're all firing at once. Yeah, both of them. Uh, okay. So, so I'm going to start with a listener question that we got off our 200 survey. Right. We asked a, on our okay. 200 survey. We asked people. You know, tell us something for what's on your mind tonight, and we got a bunch of them in, so we're going to start working on some of them. So this one is, unfortunately, I don't know the names of anybody because of the way the survey was set up. We didn't really get any names from oh, people. Okay. So you know who you are out there that asked this question. So uh, thanks for sending it in. Okay, so th they say, if Nick Fury is Gandalf, okay, so you'd have to have played the other LCGs, right? Are there any other cards influenced by the other LCGs mm. you think would work well in a game? In this game, uh, example like the Hummerhorns, Necromancer's Reach, those types of cards, but obviously Marvel themed. Mm. Sure. So, uh, okay. So, Nick, yeah, Gandalf was a an expensive ally that popped in, did something amazing, then left. Hence the whole Nick Fury thing. Right. Yep. So, oh. I think, you know, with Caleb as a designer, and in fact, all these, L I feel like all the LCGs have, like, cards that you sort of seen them work that way before. Yeah. Um, I would have appreciated if Steve, you know, prepped us for this so we could go back through the card pool. Um, you know, we just talked about one where you pay the guy to pay Blade to keep him around. There's a card in um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the, the cell sword. Yeah. The yeah. dwarf cell sword. Um. Gandalf is also Domino, so right. Oh yeah, the Gandalf, the Gandalf hero yeah. is like Domino. Well, no, 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 no the Gandalf no, 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 hero no, no, is going to no. be He's like the um, new magic, magic hero. Yes, you're playing with your card. Well, who am I up. thinking of? Well, is that? Oh, am I just thinking of something I remember reading on like a an announcement? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. You're thinking of what you read. Magic plays with the top card of her deck. Top exposed. card of the deck that you can see open. Okay, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. you know, that card exists in Arkham too. Like, there's the seeker guy the old man who does that um so the, what i would like to see and i like some people have already said you know player side schemes well we got those now right um from lord yep. of the rings i'd love to see player cards with insight on them sort of like the lord of the rings doom oh yeah okay oh, like, i like that a lot we have in like a free event with a cost you know one insight per player or something something like that right because we have encounter we have encounter icons that are on player cards specifically like mm -hmm. deadpool right um but it might be really neat to have like a one-time threat cost or something else uh that costs you something beyond just resources right it could be damage it could be threat could cost you hand size. Oh, I like that a lot. Right? Uh, we have cards that, you know, mm. the villain attacks you, and then you get to remove threat. Or the villain schemes, and you get to deal damage. So we have some of those. But I think insight per player would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Or any of these other uh, non-resource cost costs. Mm -hmm. What's neat about that one is that um, they spawned a lot of hero-turned-villain, eventually, heroes. Like Saruman and... Even Smeagol got a card for a while. Um, well, to Worm show them, Tongue. yeah, yeah. Wormtongue, yeah, like to, to show them in there, you know, pretending to be the good guys, but they had a shtick that dealt with these. Well, it was the Doom mechanic then, but you can imagine 
some of these conflicted villains that could switch sides all the time, right? Like a Magneto who's kind Loki. of doing things. A Loki, right? Loki. Just this could be my Loki. Oh, Loki, especially, fine. you know, if he plays a card with insight, something happens. Right. You know, right. It's causing Loki. mischief. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. could see Loki being the Grima worm tongue of this game. Yeah. I, Magneto's yeah, a good call, too, right? Because he's fighting for mutant rights, but he doesn't care yep. how he does it. So he's anti hero, sort of. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. That. Punisher yep. might be another good one, right? He doesn't. There's another really, really good. Uh, analogy but i have to punt it to a later segment okay (laughs) okay now um i feel like we should return to this question a little more uh informed like i'd like to go kind of combing through the card pool because i know that there's every time i play this game i'll see a card and be like oh that's just like in lord of the rings because i feel like we could find a whole bunch of them okay i mean look at the look at the cards that are named the same (laughs) yeah there's quite a few of them (laughs) Yeah. Sneak attack, right? Um, Sneak attack, mm-hmm. yeah, and that does the same kind of thing, and yeah. But I do love that the questioner brought up Hummer horns as <laughs> I just well, think that's great because necromancers that's something you yeah. don't ever see after the core box in one particular thing. And I just remember how horrifying that card was when I started playing that game. Like when it first got released, I was like, "Oh no, Hummer horns! I can't stop it." No, it's yeah, a, for it's those who killer. don't know what he's talking about, imagine there's a shadow, of, or um, yeah, a shadow effect in in Marvel Champions that says uh, take twelve. Effect. Yeah, boost effect. Imagine there's a boost effect that says take fifteen damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Or yeah, yeah. When, when this minion oh, and it has this, to be assigned to a hero, uh, a hero takes fifteen. Damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when this minion uh, activates against you. Take fifteen damage to your identity, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just remember like that card back in the day. It's like I was like, this doesn't even seem fair. Yeah, yeah, like, that was funny. Um, Necromancer's Reach. Yeah, there's some similar ones. Like um, I'm thinking the Fernax set because hmm. um, he's got all those those cards that deal mass direct Mike, damage. Is that the one that deals like a whole bunch of damage to people who are already exhausted? It's just. Uh, Oh, like the Fernax ones, you mean? Or no, the, the Reach. Reach, Reach, Reach does. Exactly. Yeah, Reach does damage to exhausted yeah. characters in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's like one damage to each character. And so I'm thinking like uh, the Fernax's flame cards, they dealt two damage to everybody. Right. Yeah. I, it's funny because uh, whenever these questions get posed, and we've kind of, I've seen these types of things before, Arkham does not generally come up. Uh, I think maybe because it's oh, such they're a, there. It's they're there. It's mostly in the hero. Builds. It's such a different style yeah. game, is why. Sure. Yeah. Sure, but like working a hero is like pretty similar across all the games. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot um, of crossover with Lord of the Rings and Arkham, and with Netrunner and Arkham. There's a lot. Of, sorry, a lot of homages. Yeah, I mean that's a better word. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but thank you, listener. Um, feel free to identify yourself. Uh, when Mike tells you how to reach us and, uh, and we'll come back to this question. I think it's, it's it would be a fun thing to talk about. Um, but also, you know, we're a Marvel podcast and we spend too much time on LOTR. Um, you know, that can, yeah. Turn people. I can be less interesting to some folks who've never played that game, but Steve, that can't possibly be the only thing on your mind tonight. Well, it's not, but I also would like to point out these notes were prepared days in advance. So you had time to do this. If you just checked the notes ahead of time. No, I, mean, Mike, I wasn't going to tell him that, like, but... Uh, like, why do you feel like Steve felt the need to say that? 
I mean, I did my homework. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you still didn't say any cards that were from LOTR. To- oh my god, I'm so. Mad. Didn't say I did a good job. <laughs> I'm so bad right now. I'm gonna. Yeah. You know, I'm putting baby in the corner right now. Oh. Okay. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was, and I kind of should have brought this up at the top. Volume four, right, has just ended. Where did volume four start? We started. We started. Uh, um, quizzing us? Yeah, that's January twenty twenty three. Correct. Uh, <laughs> nice, Mike. We did start with. Well, we started with a rogue spoiler, Mystique. Um, but we started. We were doing symbiotic strength and like venom with the bell tower is where we were when we started volume four. Huh. Yeah. Now, Steve, how are you breaking the volumes down? Are you just doing it year by year? Yeah, we had asked folks what, what they thought. Should we do it by wave? Should we do it by year? We had started by year. A volume, you know, was our anniversary of when the show started. And we're just going to keep that rolling. We did have a lucky year where it, like, coincided with the end of a, a wave because sure. we sort of uh, sandbagged a little bit and talked about a hero <laughs> or two. Um, but uh, gotcha. it's... The waves can be such dramatically different lengths that a volume would be a little difficult. So we're just doing it's like a season or you know, so um, we're just going to stop right here the towards the tail end of January and start a new volume. So that's great. Yeah, that's that sounds awesome. chaotic and sure. Yeah, Love it. we, it's, hey, it's been four years of it now. Why, why, why mess with perfection? So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's that's been a lot of monologue logging for us. Well, that's a that lot. was a segue. Oh, oh, it is a segue. <laughs> but actually, but actually, that isn't the monologuing. Now's the monologuing. Yeah, and you're gonna catch me doing it. What's our primary segment, <laughs> oh, Daniel? This goodness. was your idea, Daniel. What are we doing now? What is our primary segment for this show? Uh, you know, I always thought it'd be fun if we listed our top. 10 I, I i'm probably i'm sure i said top 10 at the beginning and then you top said five. three <laughs> then, and ultimately it, it is boiled down to top three unique minions in this game okay. all right and so our overlord steve was kind enough to finally grant us an episode here on this villain roundtable to talk about who we think are the three do we say best do we say most powerful well, i kind of left that up to you all i yeah. didn't choose the most powerful um i went more for nostalgia and unique and touchy-feely stuff for me personally okay so i picked three and a half categories let's say i picked category what do you mean by category so i picked uh nemesis minion is one of my categories oh i see okay Okay, so i broke it down by that that way i could like narrow down my scope um, I see. Okay. I picked. I uh, did not. Do I that. picked a set of minions to look at, um, and then that was calling like my heavy hitters, like maybe just the toughest or the hardest. Um, okay. And then another one that I kind of went with it, like they they have unique abilities or they have special actions or I thought they were just had a fun twist to them. And then nice. uh, okay. and then or maybe not a fun twist, but a a a good game mechanic that was like change the way you played against them or whatever. And then my honorable, an honorable mention that I think are just the f- kind of fun or silly category. So really I have four okay. categories, but um, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I love I just, how we approach it all differently. Yeah, I, I, just, I went, uh, well, um, 
Yeah, what did I you went do? one for power, one for what the minion does, and then one for that one in a million chance to screw the heroes. <laughs> oh god, that's awesome! Pick. Okay, that yeah. is so awesome. I yeah, I chose six, so I'll talk about three. <laughs> but here's the other thing I want to ask you all. I want you to to think about this now, Stephen Mike. Um, I also decided I have a favorite like villain, or I'm sorry, like group, like a like trade a minion group, like a traded group. Actually traded. Yeah, yeah I think Is it so. Space pirates. And it's not. So that's another thing I want to say. <clears throat> I've spent months talking about certain minions that I like. I will not be talking about them tonight. All right. I went, I went back to my history with the game and kind of like minions that were unique and interesting to me in the time and the day. All right. Well, why don't you, uh, Daniel, kick us off. Give us one. Start, start in your... All right, so I'll bottom. tell you my first one. Now, do we want to read stats and stuff of these guys? And like, yeah, I think folks are going to want to know what the card does. So okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to give you stats, and you're going to tell me who I'm thinking. Oh, right? okay, okay, okay. It's uh, Madame Hydra. That is incorrect in this first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's incorrect on the second one. Uh, sorry, I was trying to do right. a pumpkin bombs so, thing again. So now that Mike has pumpkin bombed my number one, I'm going to go to my number two, which is... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> well, Hold on, Mike, wait, wait. Mike. I have an errata. I have an errata. The, what? Mike, uh, after going back and re-listening to 200, I realized that the card is called Pumpkin Bombs with an S, and Mike said Pumpkin Bomb. Oh, can I get 400 points, please? You do. But, but that's, that's because you only had four letters in your last one. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We all knew that the rules were what they were. Yeah, the rules were. Um, what the rules were. Mike. Yeah. Okay. Go on. So, Mike, tell me, why is Madame Hydra on my list of top three unique minions in my, in my life with this game? Because you're absolutely right. She's number two. Um, because you talk about her a lot. No, I. Um, well, there is that. I mean, this is you did this story back before I was on the show. So to be honest, I don't even remember. Uh, why? But something about her story captivated you, and also the fact that she's a six health, two two minion that can't take damage while the Legions of Hydra side scheme is in play. That is absolutely right, and I, you know, she was the one that got me thinking about like how you know this game could expand its villain reach a little bit more than it did. I mean, yes, she was a great minion in the core set, um, but it took a long time for a, a female villain to show up, and I was and I've always said like she would be a great one um, to to run an encounter set around. So I just I remember being drawn to her almost immediately when this game came out, and thinking like what she does and how she changes like at, at the time, of course, like lots of things changed the game, but she changed how heroes had to think about dealing with minions and. Minions didn't usually stay around a long time, but she actually could. And I just thought, like, I thought she was really cool. And I just, I, f I felt for her instantly. And then, yeah, I did the show on her. I was like, I like her. So she is my, she's one of my three. Nice. Good work, Mike. Well, good it's work. a good choice. It's good yeah, choice. it's a good choice. Well, thank you. But I'm just, I'm clearly too obvious. She was definitely in the running right. on there. So, but I figured Daniel would pick her, so I did not. <laughs> 
So let's go to you, Steve. Now, Mike, why don't you jump in and pumpkin bomb his? Oh, he, he changes his mind a lot because he plays the game so much. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll, gi- I'll give you a clue then. I'm going to go with one of my nemesis minions. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Now, Steve, give us, um, give us some stats. Uh, okay. So now you're making – I'm going to have to pick one of them. Because I have a I have a board full of these here. I'm looking at. Now just pick one. Um, okay, stats: two scheme, three attack, five health. Oh. I'm not going to get tell you the traits. Quick strike, toughness. Oh. Three boost icons. It is a nemesis. After this minion attacks and defeats a character, place two threat on the main scheme. Oh my gosh, that sounds so familiar. Oh. Come on, come on, Mike. No, I, I don't have it. I don't have it. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's clearly a nemesis there. Um, Assassin, geez. elite. Is it Lady Deathstrike? No, this isn't fair to Mike, uh, because <laughs> it's uh, Belladonna, Gambit's nemesis minion. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> she is pretty cool. So, what is it about her that you like? Uh, I I love the quick a uh, quick strike is great for Nemesis. She comes right out. She hits. She's gonna force you to defend, or she's gonna kill somebody off. She's gonna put that threat out there. I just think it's just a great interaction for Nemesis that just shows up. You know, Shadows of the Past comes out. You're already like, oh no, Shadows of the Past. And then here's somebody who's hitting you, possibly killing a minion off and adding threat, or forcing you to take damage. So, I, I, sure. I, and then she's tough, so yeah. she sticks around for another swing, maybe. So. Yeah. Now, now, Steve, you you made a category of nemesis minions. This yeah. is your favorite nemesis minion currently, right now. Now, the other two on my short list, my other two on my short list was Omega Red. Retaliate okay. does damage when he activates, right? He's steady, so he's kind of a bruiser with eight health. And the other one is Avalanche, who's just like always oh, been yeah. good, right? Sure. It's like, yeah, yeah. So now, Steve, you chose. You thought about this on kind of a power level or like a game changing level. What was your mindset? Just a that? nemesis that I thought. Oh, this. I, I just narrowed it down to. Okay, I'm only going to pick from these nemesises, and I'm going to pick one I think is really fun, and I I, I want to see come out more. And, and, and big, she's great as a nemesis too because she down. hoses everybody, yeah. right? Yep. So, yeah. All right. Well, now awesome. I have to change the order around on mine because I want to continue this femme fatale theme here. Do oh, it. Go for uh, it. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the theme is uh, a minion that does something awesome. Now, okay. can I clarify that, Mike? Is do they do something awesome when they're defeated or just in general? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you may, it's not one I really glow about, but uh, I have always enjoyed this minion. Is it? Mis- no, you haven't talked about her, you're saying? I might have once or twice. It's, okay. Is it Mystique? Nope. No. No, I don't think we're going to bring up Mystique tonight. I mean, Mystique's good. Mystique's. She's great, but we talked solid. about her so much that, like. Okay. And like she's she's the one I was talking about. Like I brought her up a thousand times. Her and Anne. All right. Okay. Gonna, no, I got this? I got an answer. I got it. You got it. I think I know who you're talking about. It's Beetle. 
It's not Beetle. Uh, okay. It's not Beetle. It's, I don't it's like Amelia Vote. Uh, no, it is not. It is Madame Mass. Oh, oh that's okay. a good one. One scheme, two attack, four hit points, nothing to write home about. But when revealed, resolve the hood's foul playability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. When defeated, resolve the hood's <laughs> foul playability. Mm-hmm. And has guards, you have to defeat her. Yep. That's and actually pretty, that's pretty brilliant. It yeah. is. So yeah. read that as uh, when revealed, uh, draw an encounter card. When defeated, draw an encounter card. Because that's how the game works. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. No, she's great. She's a fantastic minion. She she does like she does three things. When she comes out, doesn't matter what form you're in, you have to defeat her. And when you defeat her, something bad happens. So absolutely top tier. Yeah, definitely. That's great. That's great. Okay, Daniel. So that's one for each of us. Round two. Round two. Round two. Yeah. So my next one is a very early unique minion that I it wasn't part of the core set, but it was early on. And I thought this is such a fun thing because it it was different from what the game had been before with minions. Um, and this is part of a nemesis set. That'll be my hint to you. And maybe I'll, I'll jog your memories by a hero action that is on this minion. Hero? Spend a nerd resource until the end oh, of the Oh my oh, god, it is Thomas Edison's Thomas robot. It is, yes, it is yeah. Edison's giant I robot, robot yeah. Mike. Yeah. 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 Attack two, scheme one, health eight. So the health eight, well, that was kind of cool, right? Yeah, um, it was a good and, stick. But he, but he can't take damage unless you spend a card. And so, like in the early days, there were some cards. There were some heroes that didn't have nerd resources. Um, I just thought it was really neat. Yeah, and you couldn't just like ping it because you had to every bit of damage you had to spend a resource for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so and I and I you know I think in like the the minions that I thought were really cool and I wanted to tonight were ones that were like the kind of the game in its infancy a little bit. And, but that showed like the promise of the design space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like this card had a whole bunch of stuff on it that kind of talked about where this game could go. And if you remember back four years ago when Miss Marvel came out, um, and you saw this minion, you're like, what the, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. Right, like it, it really did kind of just give a trajectory of where we were, where we were headed with this game. I love it. Yeah, it's a good pick. So yeah, my my picks are not power. They're no, that, that's history, a that's a history and, and like that you know that kind of thing, yeah. like design space. What about you, Steve? Number two. Okay. Give us a hint. So this is my heavy hitters category. Oh, heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. So this might be considered a power category if you want to. Mm-hmm. So here's the runner okay. up. Here the here are the runner ups in this category. I had I put Mystique oh. Mystique in here. The okay. Sentinel Mark Eight. Uh Laufey. Those are my runners up. Yeah, Laufey's pretty good. Yeah. Those are your runners up. Those are my runners up. Yeah. Is- Yep. All right. Ooh. Mike, who hits harder than Laufey? I mean, is it going to be Mr. Hyde or Tombstone? Both good picks. Mm. Not it, though. 
You know what? Wow. Yeah, Steve, I mean, I'm I was going to go with Apocryphus. Is it is it my pick? I wonder. Apocryphus. Apocryphus is a good one too, but I didn't pick him either. Oh, jeez. I did look. It's funny. I looked at all. You know, you're looking at all these, and it's hard to decide. It's hard to pick, and I just sort of went, <laughs> in the is, moment. In the moment, I'm like, this one. It is. It can't. Oh, it's not shit. your pick, Mike. There's no way we pick the same one. Okay, I don't know. All right, one scheme, mm. three attacks, seven health, brute, elite, villainous. Oh, I, this minion's attack and... gain overkill. Three attack with villainous and overkill. Two boost icons. Now villainous that dates it a little bit, right? So it's not one of the early cards. Yeah, it's not a corset. Yeah, not corset, but soon afterwards. So this this guy's hitting for maybe like five with overkill. So you can't just chump block this. He's just gonna. Run Is that right one of the Cree militants? Uh, no. I mean, may, they maybe, but not this one. <laughs> they, they, okay. They're pretty heavy hitters too. This guy has been on our show twice. Is it Ronan the Accuser? No. 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 You wouldn't be so unkind as to bring no, him no. up. Again. No, this guy has come on the show twice personally. One time with us, and then for a reunion show. Is it Bulldozer? It is Bulldozer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Wrecking Crew minion version of Bulldozer, yes. So Yeah, that's, oh, pretty, that's a good one. Yeah, that, that whole Wrecking Crew set just has heavy-hitting minions that are great. So. Yeah, he is bonkers. Dang. Love it. Good yeah. pick. Thanks. All right, how about you, Mike? Okay, this is also in my heavy hitter, one for power. And uh, I had to think about this one because there's some really big heavy hitters that you can just take out. There are these heavy hitters that, you know, you can, oh, just switch to alter ego. Like Ronin, not not the villain, but the the printed play pack. He, do, he can't be stunned, but there's nothing saying... That he can't be confused, right? Right. Sure. Yeah. So I decided to go for the the one that uh, was going to get you no matter what, and I went. Now this is a callback to our anonymous listeners' question. This is the Moomok of Marvel Champions. Oh wait, Nim- Nimrod. Yeah. Okay. Can only take three damage around, or can only take three damage each phase. Each so phase. he has two scheme, three attack, <laughs> nine hit points, unless you're playing uh, protection and damaging him in his phase. It's it's three damage around. Uh, he has stalwart. Yeah. So wow. he is hitting you, or he is scheming yeah. every turn until you defeat him. He's got victory one, but whatever. He's done his job. Yep. And uh, yeah, fantastic. Wow. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Wow. Yeah, can't can't argue with him. I was looking at him too. Uh, it's funny you said the Moomok. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> the Moomok. Uh, I'm looking at him. Oh, this is just like the Moomok. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Great pick, Mike. Great pick for the power category for sure. All right, final round. Final round. So I chose my last one. Um for, you know, touchy-feely podcast-related reasons. Um, my next favorite unique minion is the White Queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? Good pick. Yep. Good pick. Yep. Because good. this card back. shows how language matters. <laughs> Someday we'll teach you how language works, Daniel. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, no. no, she was definitely. You're not teaching me how language works. You're you're 
teaching me how esoteric game mechanic things might work. Correct, correct. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with actual language, Steve. Sorry. No, but then I also like, I was like looking at her again and realized I kind of like her. She's good. Oh, I yeah. mean, she's good yeah, for the just, villains. Yeah. She's great. She's a quality yeah. minion. Yeah. Um, yeah. All jokes aside, yeah, she's a quality. And I'm, and I'm kind of bummed she's like a nemesis minion. So you you can, you know, but right. of course you can see her as often as you want, but yep. yeah. She's great. But I really did, you know, I, I chose it for podcast reasons. Oh, that's good. All right, Steve, what's your third category? Uh, this is like specialty quirky actions. Uh, specialty So they're not actions. necessarily, they don't necessarily have a lot of hit points. They're not doing anything crazy, uh, like damage-wise and stuff. Uh, so, for example, okay. one of the one of them in the category, not, not my top pick here, is Dreadpool. Right? He basically oh, okay. can't die. Right, you kill him, he flips oh, yeah. over, he comes back out. You kill him, he flips over, he comes back out. Uh, another one in this. Well, that's quirky. Yeah, that's quirky. Uh, the, another one in this category <laughs> is Crossfire from Crossfire's Crew. It's Quick Strike, but he attacks the friendly character with the fewest remaining hit yes. points, with ranged and overkill. So, like, he okay, might I like that. Yeah, he just comes out and he snipes somebody. Right, it's real themey and everything like that. So, um, so my last one, the the one I'm going to go with. Um, I guess I what's his what's his thing? Her thing. Uh, when she comes out, she goes and gets a different card that really screws you up. Uh, hmm. Oh, oh, the enchantress. Yes, the enchantress. So, oh, okay. So two scheme, five attack. When revealed, search the encounter deck and discard pile and set aside area for a copy of seduced and attach it to your identity. And as sure, a refresher, right. seduced goes on you. You cannot make basic attacks or play attack events. It's an alter ego action. You have to spend an energy and a mental to get rid of it. So, like yeah. I was talking about with Storm, like wasting a turn or having to flip. And there's two enchantresses, right? We've got her as a nemesis for Valkyrie to just obliterate Valkyrie when she comes out. And just anybody else to play it with this one. <laughs> um, just a lot of fun because it just messes you up. And then Enchantress is still out, right? She's gaming for two if you, because you can't kill her off. You have to flip. So she's sitting there still. So yeah, yep. I like her. Yep. I think she's fun. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Nice. All right. The wild card. Uh, not a powerful minion at all. Um, okay. Her text box might as well be blank for oh. her small stats, except for this lovely one revealed effect. So um, let's imagine this scenario. You are uh, your Spider-Man, right? Okay. And Ugh, you're you're yeah. wearing the the Ven. I know, I know. You're you're wearing the Venom suit. Uh, it's got like a chimichanga in it or something. Um, <laughs> and wait, wait. You know, are we Miles Morales or Peter Parker? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's be Peter Parker because uh, it's funnier. Okay. okay, so you're Peter Parker um, with Miles Morales' sandwich in your suit, and you're you're going around, you're beating up minions, you're you're taking some damage, and uh, you know you're fine on hit points. You got the freaking Venom suit, you're good. Um, but you you got to pay your rent, right? So you flipped Alter Ego, and you know you're safe. You're gonna get some soup and all that. Um, and then you're dealt this encounter card that says, uh, "Return the highest cost upgrade you control to its owner's hand." Yeah. Uh, bye bye venom suit and you're dead. <laughs> you really is... chose you really chose Thumbelina? I chose Thumbelina because that world exists. Oh my god, that's so awesome. <laughs> nice. All right. I, I, 
I um, I purposely didn't pick minions we hadn't talked about on the show yet, but all of those cards were like looking at Thumbelina, Grey Crow, all those. You're like, oh, these are so cool. I can't wait till we talk right. about them in detail. Yeah. Now, Steve, I'm I'm glad you said that because as I was you know scrolling through the minions and thinking about talk about every every one of the minions that belonged to the mutant liberation front was <laughs> awesome and exactly what I think this game should be doing with minions. Yeah, so I cannot wait agreed. to talk about that. Yes, agreed. Yep. Um, and I only found Thumbelina because I was actually just scrolling through the list, Mike. It's not like I've actually seen the card or know what it is. <laughs> This is I like when revealed, when revealed, look for when revealed. For <laughs> um, so no, I think every one of those is like was so cool. And as I was going through these things, I'm like, who are these? Like I don't remember seeing these. Um, yeah, they're great. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there, folks. Yeah. But the mutant liberation front, remember that, everybody. Yep. Yep. Cool stuff. Well, I actually I have one more no. category. Yeah, give us one more category. Jeez, oh, okay. Okay, and these are just like these are these are my honorable mentions. I didn't know like what ones you were gonna pick, so I I did. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Okay, so I did some honorable mentions too. All right, so the nostalgia way back throwback was the Hydra Soldier, who has guard and the one defeated. You get an encounter card. Oh yeah, I like it. I like it. We can agree he's not unique. Perhaps correct. These are not these are non unique minions. All three of them, <laughs> all three of them, which is why they're in this okay. other category. Uh, I see. Uh, the gunslinger who has quick strike, but you yeah. can you can outdraw him. Like uh, some tumbleweed right. sound effects right there. Like the theme on him is just yeah. so much fun. Uh, draw and then uh, wow wow wow. <laughs> and, and then probably my favorite my favorite non unique minion is just the common criminal. Who, who you can like? Oh yeah, you can hit with a purse and knock him over and take you know get a reward yep, for. Yep. So yeah, I like weapons runner for that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, the yeah. common criminal gives you a reward if you stop them, right? You get like you get That's a card draw or yeah. side scheme or something. So and you can defeat them and alter ego, which is just so much fun. But they're not nice. unique. But they were in my yeah. Um. So my one honorable mention is for theme. And that is Mr. Hyde. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love Mr. Hyde and and Calvin Zabo. I just think that's great. How how the designers dealt with that little duo is great. Yeah, and and no joke too, right? I mean, no no joke. <laughs> a group of a minion. So yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Mike, do you have an honorable mention or anything else? Uh, no, no, I just did the three as per the homework. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was a top five, but Jeez. all right. You know. I thought it was a top six. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a good Happy chat. fourth anniversary, guys. Thank you. Happy fourth anniversary. Uh, do we have a so cake cool. or anything? Um, oh, yeah, it was my birthday this there. month. It was Mike's birthday. Happy birthday, Mike. Have you, when was when was the the blessed day, Mike? Oh, it was like three weeks ago, but you know, you know me. <laughs> he, he had like a month and a half last year, so he gets nothing this year. Yeah, so. nothing, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Well, hey, we have uh, volume five going to be coming out. You know, next week. So, what are some highlights for volume five, Steve? 
Line five is gonna. We're gonna continue to see what's on the Mojo Television. We have a bunch of guests okay. lined up. Hopefully, we can get FFG to come back and talk. Um, sure. I'd love it if our listeners would suggest other content creators they would like us to invite on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be fun to talk with them. We're gonna end up finishing the Mutant Genesis campaign. We're gonna finish Mojo scenario pack. And then, you know, next evolution should begin in a couple months, sometime in March, maybe, if we're lucky. Okay. So, um, we're just going to keep on keeping on. Love it. That's what this classy show is all about. (laughs) Right. Nice. Well, if that's it, gentlemen, I think it's Mike's turn here. Yeah. Um, first off, sorry, Will, for calling you out. Um, please continue playing your Marie, your Marie Hale deck because I like drawing cards. Thank you so much. Uh, everyone else, please email us your thoughts at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. And you can find our YouTube, Twitch, or Patreon. Twitch? Yes, we have a Twitch channel and Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Bardane, Big Phone Loaf, and Wandering Tuke. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Bulldozer take us out. Nothing stands in the path of the bulldozer. Welcome to issue 100. No, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Now you get to be in the outro. (laughs) Ten bucks says that doesn't make it. (laughs) I'll put it in. (laughs) 